Good afternoon, all. Good afternoon. Um, I'd like if the comments uh, from the online viewers could be on the screen, please. Um, but before I get to that, I just want to, um, let's say, greet the leadership, uh, leadership in the room. I'll greet Pastor, Pastor Paris, um, Pastor Sharon, uh, part of the senior leadership team. I'll greet Pastor Ben. Um, the mother of the house, Pastor Ashley, we greet you. And my leader, my mentor, the leader of the Wealth family, Pastor Obi here at the front, we greet you, sir. Um, just a quick introduction for um, those here for the first time, um, the guests, the soldiers, the members. Um, I'll just greet my, my name is Pastor Af Pastor Afalabi, I wanted to say Pastor Afo, but Pastor Afalabi, um, the leader of the fortress. Um, I'm just going to speak to you guys quickly. For some people, I know it's their first time. Um, either way, I think this will be something beneficial for soldiers, members, as well as those here for the first time. Um, I'll try and take you through what I'm saying so that you get a good understanding of... Um, of of what's being taught here. Um, and I actually just have to touch on something that was done within the debate. Um, I do have to refer back to a Caleb because what he said or what he brought down to us was actually um, it was very insightful um, and it's very fitting for some of the things I'm going to share. And um, one of the things he said was that Central C went through a rebrand for success. Um, a lot of what I'm going to talk today about is things like followership or things like leadership or let's say going into the future. Um, and you gain more of an understanding, but I thought that point was, was very deep, um, funny enough. So over the last week or so, um, a lot of the things, if you've been following, shared through the word, through uh, Pastor Obi on a Tuesday or Pastor Toby on a Thursday. Um, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, exercise and training. Straight away, I'll look at both words. And for me, I understand called exercise. It can be for fitness. And not to get into definitions because I only want to, well, yeah, I want to speak for a short time. So I won't let us go to different definitions. But um, if you look at exercise, it's something to talk of, you know, improving or keeping up fitness. Um, whereas the talk of training, it seems more goal-focused. It's, it's exercise, but it's in preparation towards an event, in uh, preparation towards a day, a certain time. Um, first of all, though, I will take us through exercise. Why is the shedding of weight so important? Um, and why I have to, let's say, put this out there for everybody here for the first time um, it's because these are some of the things that I would have picked up when I first joined the nation, joined the family, joined the fortress. Um, funny enough, one of the things I'll actually touch on is something um, that was introduced to me by a Pastor Josh. A Pastor Josh, he follows a Pastor Obi. Um, and in short, it was just basically the display to me um, what actually stops you from being taught or gaining more knowledge, gaining further understanding. Um, 
I'll let us go to our, our first scripture. Um, I'll go along with the scriptures because they will help me speak today. But yeah, if you could just go to the first scripture, Genesis 2, uh, verse 15, please. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the men, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat it, eat from it, you will certainly die. Okay, so just for the, um, for the sake of the analogy or the point that I'm explaining, I want to point out here, it mentioned that he was told, or the man in the garden, Adam, was told not to eat from the tree of knowledge. It says knowledge of good and evil, but just for illustration's sake, we'll say the tree of knowledge. Um, if you can go straight away to Genesis 2, just jump to verse 19. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. Mm. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. What I just want to point out here, um, quickly, God formed all the animals uh, from the ground. So from nothing, he was able to create. That's something that's really likened to God. If you think about God, he's someone that creates. He's, he's creative, but here he, he brought them to the man and he wanted to see what the man would name the animals. He is, it's almost like, okay, I've created these things but okay you show me tell me tell me what they do tell me what they are god was almost fascinated to hear what the man would say he was interested he was intrigued he knew that this man he'd put there was a man that was learning from him he was a man that was starting at zero and able to be taught um it also says there at the end um of verse 17 i'll just go back to that quickly but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. So um, here it says, if you eat from the tree of knowledge, if you now pick up a knowledge that wasn't taught from myself, it wasn't something that you picked up, you, you start to now know before coming to learn, you will certainly die. What is certainly dying here? Um, and you'll see it later on in the scriptures, but certainly dying here wasn't talking about him physically passing away like we know death to be. But what did I say God was? God was someone who creates. He was creative. He brought animals to the man and wanted to see what the man would name these animals to be, what their function would be. He, he was intrigued. Creativity was actually the life of that man. So when he says here, you will certainly die. It's not that, okay, you're going to stop existing, as you'll see later on. But he said, okay, at the moment you start to know, before being taught, your creativity goes. I'll let us go to um, verse, uh, well, chapter 3, and we'll start there. I think I'll start from verse 4. Um, but to lay a foundation, training or exercise is the shedding of weight. It keeps somebody young. The reason why somebody can grow older but still look very vibrant is because they engage in certain activity to, to shed weight, to, to remove certain things from themselves. This is what keeps them light. It keeps them young. It keeps them vibrant. What is young? You know, people at their youth or little kids, one of the things that's most um, attributed to them is their creativity. When a kid is young, they can just believe anything. Yeah. They... 
they, they dream, they have so much thoughts and ambitions. But I'll let you go to um, chapter 3. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the, woman, when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard Wait, this. Stop there. Okay. So at a point of eating the fruit, they've now realized that they're naked. There's now a knowledge that they have. And um, the reason I mentioned the pastor Josh is because there was something he explained to me and I'll almost reshare it to you guys. Um, if I was to ask anybody in the room, and I'm going to ask somebody so you guys get ready. Um, <laughs> Sephora's trying to move ahead so I don't pick her. <laughs> but, okay, because you moved, I'll, 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 I'll let you go this time. Um, if we ask uh, Joshua what a one plus one is, it's something he already knows. And I'll actually ask, you could just shout it out. What, one, it's two. If I ask him what one plus one is, he already knows what it is. At that point of knowing, it's not something he can then be taught. If I now come to you and give you the best scientific explanation on why one plus one equals three, like perfect explanation, like you can't even deny it, why one plus one equals three, for a second, for a short moment, you'll be like, wow, no, that, that's cold, like, that's, that's lit, da, 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 da. but realistically, I'm going to leave the room and you're going to just return back to knowing like, yeah, whatever, like one plus one equals two, because you already knew something. The point somebody knows something, they remove themselves from the place of being taught. Mm -hmm. So if there's a meeting between myself and the Rashid, all I could ask or say is, okay, can you be open-minded enough, as I said I saw with him, to start from a place of zero and just learn? To come to, let's say, leadership or to learning and not know anything. To forget the things that you already know. So that's why I talk about exercise. It's the shedding of weight. But that shedding of weight or how a man, you know, the output of a man is, is normally based on what he's configured by. What's the configuration of a person? It's just the way they think. It's what the person knows. A lot of us come from different backgrounds, different communities. Um, a Joshua can come from Walthamstow. Um, a Caleb, I didn't ask, where did you come from? Okay, a Caleb can come from Hackney. And a Nathan, where did you come from? And a Nathan could come from Hounslow. All of these many different areas, these different communities that can shape the way somebody thinks. Yeah. These are many things that can come and first interfere with, you know, the person's ability to learn and therefore open them up to new levels of creativity. Um, I find it interesting, um, the charge of, you know, leadership here. And I'll refer back to certain things like a PT has said. Um, I find myself quite privileged to be in this position to have to speak or work with well, such a great team to lead in quotes because a PT would say, you know, leadership is, is privileged because they're brought out of a binary way of thinking. Mm. I think me, myself, I can be, um, 
hard-headed, which I think at some point it will come to our benefit. Mm. <laughs> I could be hard-headed and all of these things, but what having a team that I work with, a Pastor Sharon, a Pastor Faris, a Pastor Jemima, an Andrea, a Pastor Tumashe, etc., what that does to me is, like a PT says, it opens me up to a, a different perspective, a new way of thinking. Yes, sir. Without losing the, the strength of decision-making and judgment, these are things that a PT will say. So I was actually thinking when this word was coming in quotes or at the thought of sharing this word, how privileged I am. Um, I'll let us go into our next scripture. Um, a lot of people ask me, oh, you know, like when you're speaking, you know, you're going to mention a conversation or you're going to mention me in your conversation, da 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 And they reference someone else who I mentioned in some other weeks. To not mention their name, I won't mention their name. Um, but this week, I actually decided, or not decided, it wasn't by choice, um, but the name that I do actually have to share that I discussed with was uh, uh, Pastor Anna. I know, she's not <laughs> I know she's not expecting it. She's waving to me at the back. Um, but we had certain conversations while we was at HQ, and we were just talking in the car, and she said some things, and it, it actually spurred a lot of thought. Um, I think what is uh, what is the way for somebody to to become great in courts or what's the way for somebody to become the greatest leader um, I think the person who can just follow the best is actually the one that can become the greatest leader um, I think at that at that knowledge is why learning is so important if learning is so important then it it's even so much more important that we come to a place or we start from a place where we set ourselves at ground zero and we say, okay, I don't know anything, but I'm willing to learn. Mm. The moment that uh, uh, Adam and Eve were taken out of the garden, it was the point that they knew something. So God knew, okay, I can no longer teach these ones because they know. So therefore, they were removed from a place of followership, their, their place of creativity, their place of leadership in quotes because from that place from that garden God gave a mandate to the man and he basically said okay I want you to spread what you see here I want you to spread it all over the world in quotes I want you to be the leader of the world but how you'll do that is continuously learning from myself um, I'll read uh, another scripture we'll go to um, Matthew 19 we'll start at verse 20 and then I'll take you to the conversation that I had with uh, Pastor Anna, I mean Anna, more so she was speaking to me, but it's actually, <laughs> it's actually positive because I do like to, well, as much as some people may disagree, I do like to listen. Um, from the place of listening, you learn a lot. So I'll just let us go to that scripture, um, Matthew 19, verse 20. All these I have kept, the young man said, what do I still lack? Jesus answered... Just to stop you there. So, to give you a bit of understanding, the young man, he's a wealthy young man, rich young man, he has great wealth, and he comes to Christ and basically says, okay, how do I get eternal life? You know, I've kept all of your, all, all of your commandments, but what else can I do to get this eternal life? I'll show you what eternal life is. Um or I'll break down to you, a way for you to understand it here to get what I'm saying better. But continue. Yehoshua answered, if you want to be perfect, go, 
Sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. So Christ has the young man come to him, and after you know saying to him, talking about the different commandments, he says, okay, if you really do want what you're asking for, what I say to you is, go and sell all of the possessions you have. You have a great wealth. Uh, you know a lot of things. You have a great wealth of knowledge, possessions, riches, cars. I obviously, it wasn't cars back then, probably horses and whatnot. Um, but you have a great wealth. Go and get rid of these things and then come and follow me. Because Christ knows it's only at the point that he can take himself back to zero that he's available to learn. Mm -hmm. If a Rashid can take himself back to, to zero, he's at a position he can learn. He's at a position that now things will be, the, the possibilities that can come from a Rashid are limitless. If we talk about eternal life, we're talking about a life that goes way beyond, way beyond one person, way beyond a hundred years. It's something that's continuous. It's never ending, yeah. let's say. It's limitless. So when we talk about creativity, these are some of the things that I'm alluding to. It's an eternal life. Uh, a Rashid will be limitless if he can be at that position where he's able to follow, where he's able to learn. Um, I'll let you continue reading. Then Yehoshua said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Mm. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Mm. Yehoshua looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Peter answered him, We have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Um, I'll touch on this because it's something I need you to remember. It said, Peter answered him, We left everything to follow you. What then, there, what then will there be for us? So at this point, Peter, the chief apostle, so in quotes, the leader of the order disciples has come and said, me and my brothers, my sisters here, my or these disciples of yours, we've left everything. We've gotten rid of all our possessions. We've gotten rid of all of the knowledges or all of the things that we carried, our relationships, uh, our culture, uh, the teaching from our parents, we've left all of that to be open to follow you. You can continue reading. Um, actually, just before then, this will be important and it will lead me back to the conversation I had with uh, Pastor Anna. You'll still continue reading from verse 28. But Pastor Anna could be with myself and a few others in the car and she talked about, um, <coughs> let's say, women in leadership. She talked about the difficulties of it. Um, and hearing everything she was saying, I had to kind of work out or pose why might it be all of the things that she pointed out, why might it be that those things are present? And for me, I just said, okay, outside of male or female, I just think the one way a follower will continue to be able to lead at a certain capacity is if they, they can keep losing themselves to become the leader that they see in front of them. So it's the constant losing of oneself that can open them up to the opportunities in front of themselves, to open them up to what's in front, what's ahead, the future. Yeah. 
if we're to look at anyone that's created things, uh, a Bill Gates or a Steve Jobs or a, even a Kim Kardashian, these people, they created many things, but the point that they want to create things, they have to look at life from a, a point of zero almost. There's a way phones are. If I just look at that and know that, I won't be able to create the next thing. Mm. If I look at the trends of today, if I look at Instagram so much, I can't be open to start from zero. I can only follow that trend. I can't create new things. So as Steve Jobs can create the iPhone, many people can create different platforms, a TikTok, mm. an Instagram. Um, people can create new trends. This only came from the place of them constantly setting themselves back to zero and open, opening themselves up for creativity. Yeah. Anna mentioned, so, cool, why is it so difficult for, let's say, females in leadership? I said, what will we'll discard the, the idea of gender will just be whoever can continuously lose themselves. I said, if there's any, anything I know of the females I see in leadership, the family heads, if I look at a Pastor Indidi, if I look at a Pastor Abba, I just think, that these are women I see that just lost, lost themselves in quotes. What it is to be a woman, you can think of many different things you want to do, but these are people that just put that to the side and said, no, I'll just become the man that I see in front of me. Yeah. That's why they can reach a height of leadership. So, I'll let you continue reading from verse 28. Yehoshua said to them, Truly I tell you, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on the 12 thrones, mm. judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And, any, and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. Mm. But many who are first will be last and many who are last will be first. Okay. Um, here it just talks about these disciples and it mentions 12 disciples and it mentions how they they lost everything it showed how okay at a point you lost everything because of this you will re reap back 100 fold of what you lost mm -hmm. if you can start from zero what you think you had you can go way beyond it what you can then gain it's it's endless they talk of 100 but at this point it's just the use of a of a number that is is so it's it's not even a hundred, it's a hundred times. If I put down a hundred, a hundred times of that is many thousands. So it's actually to talk of something that's limitless, something that's endless. Um, I'll take us to the next scripture again to help me flow. But we'll go to Luke 8. At the end of that um, passage I just showed you, in verse 29 or verse 28, it talks about 12 thrones. Simply saying that, okay, you disciples that were able to lose yourself for me, that were able to lose yourself to follow and gain from me, where that ends you is leadership. When I sit on my throne, you guys will be on 12 thrones. You know, at the point of losing yourself, it's something that's quite vulnerable. A lot of people coming into a thing, uh, they won't want to be vulnerable. They won't want to lose themselves because they know a lot. Yeah. Their safety is almost what they know. Yeah. It's what makes them strong. It's, it's the past, in quotes, but what will take them to the future, what will allow them to lead later on, is if they can lose themselves and come and follow. Yes, um, I'll just let you read. So it talks about the 12, um, the 12 thrones. But if you can go to Luke 8, verse 1. 
After this, Yahushua traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who... Pause there. So in one verse it says the twelve were with him. Um, it's got a comma. Uh, I thought to myself, why isn't the twelve that were with him in the next verse then? Why didn't it end at a full stop? But go on, read, please. And also some other women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Stop there. Um, just to clear up, because, you know, sometimes people, you know, make certain jokes, certain comments about me being onto women or whatever, but I'm not. Um, what actually brought me or reminded me of this scripture was things that I spoke with a pastor, Anna. Um, when I look at the people or the females that are seated in front of me, if I look at a pastor, Sharon, if I look at a pastor, Jemima, these are women that I see that are giving up their whole lives to push something. So, yeah, fair enough. Here, I'll point out that, and if you keep reading, actually. Joanna, the wife of Chuzar, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. Okay, so it spoke of the 12 disciples and it spoke of some women that were also with them. Um, here at, there at the time, I know it probably wasn't fitting maybe for women to be amongst the disciples, but just for illustration's sake, um, here it talks about how the women were able to give up their finances to support something. Um, from it, I understood that, okay, the, the following of something, in quotes, isn't just the giving up of one section of your life. Mm. It's not just the giving up of my finances. I can do that, but it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. Can I give up my own emotions? Can I give up my mindset to then learn from a Pastor Obi? Mm. Can I give up myself, my identity, to pick up the mindset of a man in front of me? Yeah. Um, we, we look at this and I pointed out that the 12 was kept in the first verse and then there was a comma before it talked about some other women. Some women that gave up their finances, but these 12, it was spoken that they followed Christ and to do so, they gave up everything. So those that will be on thrones are those that don't just give up a section of their life and are involved, but those that can come to a work, come to a movement, a, a platform and give up their whole self to build that thing. Um, a pastor Obi would come to us and he would mention something that PT said um, in the word. He said that we're going from a, a, a nation to the family. And at that point, what would, or what would a way be for uh, a pastor Obi to move from the nation to the family? Pastor Obi pointed out to us that a PT said, come closer so I can see the things or the fine details in you that I need to remove. In quotes, so what I can now take understanding from that is, a PT is just saying to a Pastor Obi, or leadership is just saying to followership, come closer so I can see the things of you that you have to lose. I can see more now of what it is left that you have to lose. You are losing everything, but okay, now let me see what is still left so you can lose everything. Um, I'll let us just go back and read uh, um, Matthew 19, but you just go from a verse 27, please. Peter answered him, 
we have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Yehoshua said to them, Truly I tell you, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or fields for my sake, will receive a hundred times as much and will in- inherit eternal life. If you could pause. So it says, everyone who's lost or left all of these things will inherit eternal life. What did I show at the beginning to refer you back to it, to gain an understanding of this whole message? I showed Adam and Eve at the beginning. They knew something and therefore they couldn't be taught. That was the point that they they lost out on their creativity. I also showed you guys that eternal life is it's 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 what's limitless. It's something that has no end. It's continuous, it's creativity. The reason why somebody can keep birthing new ideas is because they start from a place of zero where they don't know a thing. The point that they know a thing, it blocks them from continuously taking on new ideas, new perspectives new perspectives and opening them, themselves up to creativity. So at this point where they've lost all of these things, it has allowed them entrance to eternal life. If a Sephora can lose the understanding that she's gained from you know, South East London and her growing up, she's then opened up to completely new perspectives. She's able to see life in a different way, which leads you into many things, finances. It leads you into influence. And she's somebody I can already see that, okay, She's an influencer. She might not even see that about herself, but I see it in her. She's an influencer. She's someone that can draw people. But what can take that to the next level? If you can come without a knowledge, without knowing anything, and come here to learn, we can make what you have in you limitless. Um, I'll literally just go to one more scripture. Here I'm rounding up. Um, Unfortunately, I was unable to calculate the time. I didn't look at the time, so I don't know whereabouts I'm at. Um, but I'll just take us into 30, thank you. I'll just take us into our last scripture, and then we'll start to round up. If you can go to First Timothy um, chapter 4, verse 7 to 8, please. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather... Train yourself to be godly. I'll stop you there. Uh, it says, has, have nothing to do with godless myths. Um, have nothing to do. It's almost like have zero involvement. Like, don't even get close to it. Don't be involved with it. Completely discard it. Um, it talks about godless myths, old wives' tales. Uh, these are just basically many voices. Um, the voice of parents, the voice of community, the voice of... Instagram, the voice of social media, don't have anything to do with these. Um, It says train yourself, so you're coming to be trained, you're coming to be taught, you're coming to learn. Um, But what does it say? It says train yourself to be godly. I hope throughout this word you would have been able to see or you you would have been shown what what godliness is or what training is, you know, losing yourself to, to follow to pick up, to learn from somebody. But what is godliness? As I showed from the beginning, a god is just a creator. Someone who, who's creative. Someone who can keep making new things. Um, but go on. For physical training is of some value. Mm. 
But godliness has value of, for all things. Yeah. Holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Okay. So it says training or physical training is of some value, but godliness, creativity, has value for all things. Holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. So in short, creativity or being able to start from zero and learn from leadership, it puts you at a place where, okay, you don't just thrive now, but you thrive in a life to come. What's a life to come? It just talks of the future. Um, we see people that create new worlds, in quotes. We saw Instagram or the way that social media looks today being created from a Kim Kardashian or whoever it is. And these things could just come from them because they're able to be themselves in quotes. They're able to start from nothing and show something new. They're creative. Um, godliness here, that creativity in quotes just spurs you on to be the leaders of the future. The reason why I know a Sephora can lead is the fact that she's here. A pastor Jemima could invite her to, and tell her to come. She's here. She's willing to try and learn something new. She's willing to pick up new ideas. She's willing to, to learn from leadership. Yeah. So that's why what she has, it, 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 it's bursted open into creativity. And we will see that lead a new world. The, the way Instagram looks, it only comes from one person. If we see girls dress a certain way or act a certain way, it only comes from the influencers. These are people. It came from a Kim K or a, I don't know, um, Pastor Sharon, if you can give me an influencer. Too slow. Uh, Kenza or whoever else it is. It just comes from one person. But these are people that they didn't go with the trend. They were able to start from zero. And that's why they were open to creativity, to lead a new world. That's why I know uh, a Nathan, if he can stick with this journey, stick with this word, stick with this, this house, this membership, this members club, if he can stay here and come with an open mind and begin to learn, he would then be open up to much creativity and he will be the leader of a new world. A Rashid will be a leader of a new world. A Rachel uh, Gracia, uh, uh, Caleb, these will be leaders of a new world if they can come here with an open mind and, and learn. Simply, if I just want to round off here, um, um, my simple gist or what I simply wanted to share is, okay, Adam and Eve, uh, um, or even spoken in this scripture, talking about old wives' tales, these were people that were just too open to other voices if people can come here and have an open mind away from what community says away from what they've learned in their culture if they can be open up to to the teaching that's here then they can be the leaders of tomorrow if they can follow this teaching this ideology then these are people that will lead um so i'll let us get to your um next section but that's the word from me. Um, I actually have a lot of encouragement, a lot of hope, because the fortress is a house to, to make strong. We heard a Pastor Nana talk about it. We heard, we heard a Pastor Nana talk about it. And I see many different new faces. And this just lets me know that, okay, these are people that can be made strong. If these people stay available and stay consistent, they will lead. They will be the future. 
So literally, I hope that all of you guys are encouraged. I hope a lot of you guys can enroll yourself into the membership, into the members club, which is the fortress. Um, but I'll let us get to our next section. And thank you for, um, for listening.